Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're coming to you live from San Diego at the winter meetings. And we're going to break some news as we record this. It's going to be awesome. Let's do it. DeGrom? Already broke. That one already broke. Who had it? Who did break the DeGrom one? Phil. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball brought to you by SeatGeek. Code Talkin gets you $20 off your first ticket. Get the app, find out what seats you want to get, and then get them. You know what? We might put tickets for sale tomorrow, come to winter meetings, and there's one chair in front of Jake and I right yeah. now, Trev. One chair. Mm. If Imagine if SeatGeek was like a eBay where we could just like put that up. Yeah. They could get it. We'll put it up for five bucks, so we give you $15 to sit there. Anyway, welcome to the show. Trev isn't in San Diego for winter meetings. He said he hates the sunshine or something weird like that. Jake's here. BBD's here. And rumors are spreading, Jake. Trev, James, Davis, good to be back at winter meetings. I mean, Trev, you'd you'd love it. We, uh, you know, the last time we were here, San Diego, Cole got announced. Uh, we were kind of the weird little Yankee guys, and now people are tossing resumes at us. We're thinking about doing, like, uh, tryouts, kind of like Joker and Batman, cracking a couple pool cues over and having people fight to the death. Yeah, um, Trav, someone tweeted when we said we were here, and they said, do you need a coffee runner for the week? And Jake and I were kind of like, kind of. It wouldn't hurt. I don't know. <laughs> wouldn't hurt. <laughs> How are you, Trav? Well, I'm do I'm doing great. I wish I was there. I can tell on your faces that you're genuinely excited to be there. And I do remember the last time you guys were there, you kind of made a mockery of our whole company. So let's just try not to do that again. We got maybe yelled you at. Did great for yeah. it. I don't know. We get, we, you were in the same exact spot, Trev. That we that our band picture is. The incident happened. Yeah. If you see foolish Bailey, because I heard okay. he's in town. Yes. Just, just give him like me. biggest bear hug for okay. me. He, him and I have not been interacting together on Twitter or social media, and it kind of breaks my heart because we were really close at, at oh, one point. Okay. We already saw Al Leiter. Me and Mad Dog Russo watched the Giants game today. Mm. Oh, Tied. he hates me. Hates we didn't you. say hi to each other, but I have a good picture of the back of his head. Yeah. Okay. We'll get yeah. that on the internet. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. And uh, there's a lot of topics that happen that we got to cover Talk that we to haven't Sean covered. Casey, Dr. Yeah. Leiter. So, I mean, we're rolling. Yeah, so Rose Darling. Darling there, my guy, Ron Darling. Probably. They Ron got a yet. whole setup. Harold like a real, They got a whole, like, real setup that's uh, big time. Speaking of mm. big time. Speaking of big time, DeGrom gets a big time contract from mm. Trev's Texas Rangers. Yeah. Just a boatload of money to go be a ranger in Texas and the taxes situation. Five years, $185 million. That's $37 million average annual. There are some conditions. We'll get into that if you guys want to because, you know, I love terms and you conditions. Love terms and conditions. I'm always reading them with a magnifying glass just to make sure I sign the right thing. But initial thoughts, Jake, you love this signing? I kind of got a kick to Trev. Like you said, it's his Texas Rangers. He played right. there. He loves there. He yeah. lived there. Trev. At one point, I was a resident of Arlington, Texas, but that was back when. Uh, we, we don't talk about that anymore. Anyways, uh, I, I love it for the Rangers. How could you not? Like, again, this is like a situation where, you know, even with the Angels, they went out and made some moves, and you're like, people are dogging the moves, but it's like we tell them to go make the moves, and they're doing it. The Rangers, obviously, this is different. They didn't go out and get some filler pieces. They got possibly the best pitcher in all of baseball for five years. And I got to be honest with you, I know that money sounds staggering, but I thought he was going to get paid more than that. Really? Like, I, did, I did. I thought it was going to be a shorter deal. Now, he got the oh, okay. five years, and I think that's where, you know, obviously the guaranteed money's more there. Uh, but I thought the AAV was going to come in bigger. Um, ultimately, you have to applaud them. I mean, the Rangers have gone out now and spent a lot of money last year in free agency, beginning of this year in free agency. Who knows what else they're going to do? So you have to <laughs> applaud them. They want to get back into the swing of things. And then kind of like on the other side for the Mets, I, I don't know. Was this a swing in the miss? You know, the, there was a reported three, year, uh, three years, $120 million deal floated out there. I think they probably could have gone more and probably should have gone more, and now they're left to kind of fill that void. There's a couple names out there, obviously, but I think it's a swing and a miss by the Mets. I 
I was at a, a friend's bachelor party for a night in AC, Trev. Ed, big Mets fan, so we did a lot of Mets talk, and, and the conversation before it happened was two or three years. It and the was, Mets offered three years, 120. And that's that's kind of where they were at. They were like, you know what? I mean, that, that third year, DeGrom's got some injury history. He's getting older. Um, but, you know, he's Jacob DeGrom when he's, when he's at his best. Yeah, he's the, gives a he's the best pitcher in the world. I don't understand that. What do you mean you can't give him four years? What are you talking well, about? Well, let's find people? out, Trev, because, I mean, you know, we, we had a mystery injury, and he was gone for basically a year, and then he had 11 more starts. They weren't necessarily the highest of level starts, but, like you said, there's two sides of this. Well, there's three. DeGrom, Texas, and the Mets. DeGrom, huge winner, man. <laughs> I mean, five years with an option for six. I mean, just crazy money. Uh, Texas Rangers, that's kind of the funky part, right? Like, you kind of have to love it. Like you said, they got Jacob DeGrom on their team. That was the whole thing I was kind of laying out with you guys was like, if you're a GM and you dream of getting a baseball job and arguably the best starting pitcher in baseball is available and you can bring that dude on your team, there's so many GMs that were trying to talk their owner into this, right? Texas got it done. And by the way, they signed a couple guys last year too, and they're probably not done this year, that you you love it as a start for Texas. They still need a couple more tweaks. And what does it mean in a division with Houston and Seattle? That's for them to figure out. Keep getting your team better. And like Jim kind of alluded to on his tweets, like, hey, DeGrom for some of their young pitchers in the pipeline, hopefully that's a huge move. And then the Mets, it's kind of a question mark, right? Like you have Uncle Stevie. You know he's willing to pay. They brought in Scherzer last year. They had uh, Taiwan Walker is, is a free agent as well. Uh, Bassett is a free agent. DeGrom, so now their offseason plan, what are they going to do? Because they had a lot of money come off the books. They had a great year, but it, we thought it was a build-upon year, right? So now if De- Jacob DeGrom's gone and you're trying to build upon that, Conforto's a free agent right now, so you still got to make a lot of moves. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it for the Mets. So, Mets part at all. Like for, the, for like Judge, the Yankees have said we don't want to get outbid. But, you know, your question, Trev, like, did the Mets lose or miss out? Like, that's crazy money. Just because the Rangers are cool to do that? I don't know. It's crazy money for a guy who hasn't pitched that much recently. The Mets are the team that know him the best, health-wise, probably right now. No state income tax. And the Rangers gave him tons of money. So, I hope he's healthy and he pitches the whole thing, and I hope he gets all his options. His his six-year option is fun to read. He's got, he's got a uh, option that goes. The money goes so much depending on how healthy he is or not healthy. If he gets top five Cy Young votes, like in twenty seven in twenty twenty seven, if he pitches one hundred sixty plus innings, has a top five Cy Young vote, and is judged by an independent doctor to be <laughs> fully healthy, he gets thirty seven million in twenty twenty eight. What's what's fully? Are we filling? I don't think I'm passing that test. I might have added the word fully. I think uh, to be healthy. Okay, an independent doctor, and, it, and it's like a it's like a sliding out. scale, right? Like it, it can be an option for less. I think there's a million. There's like it a, seems like a, a ton of iterations of that yeah, last year. Lawyers just wanted to send red lines back and forth for a month uh, and say, well, what if this and what if this, and they all said yes to it. I don't know. This is a stacked division. And I don't think, and okay, if this was the final piece to a team, that'd be awesome. But the Rangers need so much more to compete with the Astros. And I think just like the race in the AL West right now is so interesting and how much money other teams are spending. This is what I kind of alluded to in just my quick tweet, but like, and I, I don't know, I, I'm not trying to knock it. I'm glad he got his money, but you look at, the Angels, Trout, uh, Rendon. They have Otani, who they're probably going to sign if he gets money. They're going spending money. Seattle's making all these trades, making all these moves, signing guys. The Rangers signed two of the top shortstops last year, DeGrom. And the Astros are still going to win the division. And they're 99% homegrown players besides Jose Abreu, which we're getting to later. And out of just, just like the... Juxtaposition of all that is funny to me. And what more can the Rangers do? I mean, I'll tell you what what I would be looking for next as a Ranger fan, as an outfielder. Um, I mean, their lineup, 
there's something happening. It's Simeon Seeger, yeah. Lowe, who had a huge year. Huge all, year. All that's, JM. That's something that I don't think people talk about enough is his year that he had last year. I mean, that lengthens the lineup a all, lot. All JM votes, you know. Adelise Garcia. Jonah Heim had a huge year, and they've got Mitch Garver, too. So for a catching situation, that's nice. Uh, our boy, thick neck Josh Jung, um, he's going to get some run at third. Let's see who he is. But he's a legit prospect, like 15th in baseball. Backyard Brad Miller, you know he can do whatever he wants. Uh, and then your two other outfielders right now are Leody Tavares, who actually I think had a nice finish to last season, and, and Josh Smith. And there's a couple other guys down, Zeke Duran, Eli White's fun. But, you know, if you – I don't know how much more money they've got. You know, they got that whole stadium. The plan was to pack it and then COVID hit and all that. Uh, a Brandon Nimmo on this team would be nice, and we've been wondering who a dark horse for them would be. I'm not saying they're in on him. But they need another outfielder, and then you need a couple young guys to break the right way. The pitching staff, DeGrom, Gray, Martin Perez was so good last year. Our guy Oda Rizzi ended up there. Dane Dunning with the young guys. Jack Leiter, Cole Wynn, we'll see who's available. There's... A path for them to be something, but like Jimmy keeps saying, the something compared to the Astros and the Mariners just uh, right now the something is get to five hundred, which is still a step, but I don't know. But we just we just added more playoff teams, and I think that's what you know a team like the Rangers is thinking. We don't have to win the division, you know. There is X amount of playoff spots available. We think we can go snatch one of those, and we've seen. Teams coming out of the wild card, like doing really well in this format. And I, I don't think they're worried about necessarily winning the division. I, I understand they want to do that. I believe they are not blind looking at the two teams in front of them with the Mariners and the Astros. But this is more on the Ranger. There's so much to unpack from this, but this on the Ranger side is to me like a signal that they believe in some of the young guys, some of the young arms they have. You mentioned a few they of them. They should, yeah. High pedigree draft guys there. And you know, when you bring a guy like Jacob DeGrom and you have him for five years. So like, even if this isn't a move in 2023 that we're going to go out and like see this incredible Rangers team, which I think we're going to take obviously a massive step forward, but you got around those young guys, you got them for that long. Like they're creating, they're creating a long window here and they're hoping that, you know, the guys come up supplemental pieces can help out with the roster. And then you mix and match, make the moves, but they're, they're putting themselves in a position to be able to do that, which you know, uh, last year we couldn't we couldn't say that with them. Last year the Rangers were supposedly in on Kershaw, right? Kershaw, yes. I mean, the Kershaw well, part of this makes me mad. Is he not signed back with the Dodgers yet? I know he, he is, but they don't care about it. It's like you know, the last hour of every day. Contract. But yeah, but like they haven't signed anything, right? I, they yeah, just say I think yeah. it's like pending. But if the Rangers. Why didn't the Rangers go offer Kershaw huge money last year? Well, they said they're in on Rodon, too. I mean, if they go out and get him, now we're talking about... The a, Rangers a are in on thing. Rodon, too? Who owns the Rangers? <laughs> should, we do another, question. should we do another ownership episode to see how everyone got their money? <laughs> but Kershaw has pitched more innings than DeGrom from 2019 right. to 2022. And also... The ERA isn't that crazy off. DeGrom's been better, but Kershaw's great. And Kershaw's out here every year signing a one-year $17 million deal. I don't deal, get it either, bro. And then DeGrom gets get $35 million. He's just as injury-prone in the last four seasons. They've pitched the same exact amount of innings, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22, last five seasons. I know Kershaw's got a lot more mileage on his arm, but it's boggling my mind. Either Kershaw's agent isn't doing a good job, DeGrom's agent is doing a great job, or Kershaw is the most Dodger-friendly player in the world, doesn't give a shit. It's like, whatever, give me my 17 mil and I'll do another year. And the whole world is like, he's washed. He can't get him. You don't sign that guy for multiple years. And then DeGrom gets his contract, and it's like, what? So I've just been confused about it this whole time. The the mile per hours are throwing everyone off, man. DeGrom keeps throwing harder, and everyone's getting getting all horned up He keeps getting more hurt. (laughs) Kershaw's throwing softer, but still getting the same outs, and everyone's like, whoa, red flag. So um, I don't know. I I wonder where Clayton's head at. We've done this dance now for a couple years. The the Texas thing has been looming there. I wonder if he knew, like, DeGrom was going to come party, if that would have changed his vote. But I I don't know. I, I think, hey, Good for Jacob DeGrom. Last five, last five seasons, DeGrom has pitched 641.1 innings, 
and Kershaw's pitched 646 innings. Mm. Mm. I, I want to make one more point on this because I feel like I have to. There's a lot of Mets-centric talk out there talking about Jacob deGrom you know, not wanting to win, caring about the money and saying, well, I'm going to go to this team, talk. blah, 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 blah. Listen, man, you only get to choose where you play so many times in your baseball career. Think about that. You really only get to do it once for most people. Some guys get to do it a couple of different times, but he's making the decision, not just for him, but for his family too. It's a lot easier to like raise a family you know, in the suburbs of Dallas than it is in, in New York City. And that's just the bottom line. There's so many things that you have to take into account. What? And yeah, shoot. Maybe he maybe he was sick of I'm the I'm raising a family in New York this, City. What are you talking about? I'm raising a family in the suburbs of, of New York City. You are. You don't think it's easier to do it in, in the suburbs of Dallas? No, I hate the heat. Okay. Well, I, I think it is. I think that I think there's a lot of factors that come into this. This wasn't like, oh, he just want and took the money. He doesn't want to win. That's like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Jacob Degrom wants to win, but like there's other factors that get that go into it, man. The like, money. There just is. Mets, mostly the money. Mets rotation right now: Scherzer, Carrasco, McGill, Peterson, and Eliezer Hernandez. Not great. Mets are about to go to work, man, and I don't know. Who they're working with? Ver, they're going to go get Verlander, and they probably bring back Nimmo. Man, Mets fans love what Nimmo provides. Um, they have to make a big splash, or else, like, there's going to be talk about like what. And they're going I to because we the big bag Mets. I think they are too. They're I going really to. They brought in yeah. Scherzer, Buck, like the whole the richest owner in the game, like this whole Mets so it has renaissance. To be Verlander, Rodon, like you have to go yeah, get one yeah, of those. Yeah, the Mets have to get one of those. A Trey guys. Turner or something like that. Like that's not nuts. Then Tyone probably. Tyone likes the city. I've been dreaming of like not dreaming. That's the word because that means I want them. May, might make you assume I want it to happen. I've been thinking of like Tyone and uh, Bassett just switching. New, uh, Queens and the Bronx kind of to me is like that seems like something both teams would do. Okay. But I also like the Dodgers giving Bassett like a high AAV two-year deal. Bassett? More than Kershaw. Because it was Clayton care. He doesn't need money. Clayton. My guy hasn't signed yet. He's on the he's he like signed. He we'll signed. get to it later, Clayton. No big deal, right? Or maybe it's a little controversy. Maybe they'll be like, oh, we thought he signed with the Dodgers. Now he's going to Dodgers. Do you think behind the scenes, like Clayton, we're gonna give you like ten million dollars, like behind, like over here, and just say we sign you every year for seventeen million dollars? Well, he's such a Hollywood guy, so you get that part of it, I guess. But I wait, wait, I think he's signed because he's oh, he's signed, but there's been no money details. Oh, okay. Oh, oh it's yeah, official. All we have is around twenty million, but nobody said like the number. Yeah, it's official. It is official. It's no unofficially one official. For the last four years, no one has cared about the best pitcher of our entire generation. Who's the best pitcher that I've ever seen we do. from career we do. start to finish? Clayton Kershaw. How does everyone talk about him? You know, like the like public. Like the, pub, the public's going to talk about him when it comes to be his Hall of Fame. Like, oh, I don't know. For the whole second half of his year, career, he was pretty bad. And it's like, no, he wasn't. No. He's got hurt a little bit, but he's amazing. It's like people are living in an alternate reality, Jim. Win reality mm-hmm. is a is a reality that Kershaw wins in. Yeah. Sands his contracts, I yeah. guess. Hey, Clayton Kershaw's agent. Go get him more money. He's not rich enough. Win reality pitcher library consists of 600 plus pitches, pitchers from 8U to pro. Jake and I face some of these pitchers. I I yeah. I faced one of the pitchers. I couldn't recognize the changeup. Trev, changeups are tough. I was in the box. The right, I had the, righty, righty change it. Hey, I, I had the win reality headset on, and I was, uh, yeah, I had to watch the pitch, identify what pitch I was seeing, and then point where it hit in the zone. I was lights out with curveballs, fastball, all right. Didn't recognize one changeup. Mm. Didn't even understand what was going on. It's the perfect okay. tool to help you if you want to improve yourself as a baseball player. If you're a coach and you got teams, if you run a camp, if you do any of that stuff, head to winreality.com slash talking. You receive a free bat attachment with your WinPro mm-hmm. plan. They got MetaQuest 2. Gives you players, players access to unlimited game speed reps no matter where they are. I think Doyle had to hit off an 8-year-old or was that you? That was me. How'd you do against the 8-year-old? It was tough. 
The it's, eight-year-old's it's really tough, tough. It's the toughest at bat, but I I did my work. Okay. Use the whole field, you know. That's good. The uh, the Astros just got a bad attachment. <laughs> mm. Wow, Jose Bread. Who's that? Has that bad first baseman? Uh, White Sox to Astros seems like a fit on the Astros. I don't know why. Just like I I've, I've been trying to picture Degrom in a Rangers uniform this whole time. I can't do it. Ooh. It just won't click in my head. But I okay. see Jose Abreu in an Astros uniform at yeah. first base, and it's like, yep, that makes sense. That looks good. So. They signed Jose Abreu, three-year deal, $58.5 million, 19.5 mil per year. They don't care about his age. It's first base, barely going to move. He's just going to hit balls, catch balls, and have fun. And mm. the first base market, I guess we'll rea- you guys can react, but then this, the first base market's almost dead. Like, what team is going to get belt now? But first, your thoughts, Jake. I I love it for Houston. I mean, uh, Yuli has been a huge take. Right I love it for Houston, man. I mean, uh, Jose Abreu ends up having an awesome year last year. Another these AL first basemen were kind of under the radar. I mean, you know, Jose Abreu had to deal with the White Sox mid festival all of last season. Oh. Nate Lowe snuck it in out of out of nowhere. Jose Abreu had. You know, his second best season in the past six years. Tell uh, the people a slash line because the, the people don't know this. 304, 378, and 824 OPS. A 133 OPS plus last year. So the That's really good. The homers were down. Yes. It was 15. He had 30 the year before. But the doubles were up. He went from 30 to 40. So, like, he was still hitting the ball hard. Um, Trev, I know you love yourself a good uh, Cuban-born ball player. And, yeah, I mean, Yuli Gurriel had a bad regular season for them last year. Jose Abreu is going to be able to come in and do his thing. I think the one thing that I I don't know, I guess I I haven't seen people talk about it enough is that Houston's going to need another first base option. Why? Um, Jose Abreu, he's going to be 36. I think he played 129 games at first base last year. And I I don't know. Right now it's just a little bit of an outlier between – uh, Jordan or another outfielder. Like, if they could find another first base corner. 128 is a lot of games, a decent amount of games. It's a lot of games, but he's getting older. And, I mean, there's still a, a gap in games there that uh, I think they're going to want a guy that can be a corner outfield first base type. Knowing them, I, I mean, someone like, geez, uh, I don't know, my guy David Hensley will end up hitting 340 next year, and that'll be their solution. But it's, it's the one thing that kind of has me curious uh, about what their next moves will be. But, I, I mean, it's video game stuff, man. I mean, right now they have their lineup as Altuve, Bregman, Jordan, Jose Abreu, Kyle Tucker, Jeremy Pena. That's sliding Pena down to six after he just won everything you could win. So, I, uh, Houston's going to Houston, man. And this is, they upgraded. I don't care about the third year, and neither do they. Yeah. That's a lot of games, though. This is, that's the... You know, eighth most of any first baseman. Eighth most, but, uh, you know, <laughs> Yuli outplayed him, but everyone else is younger. Like, those games are going to continue to go down. Well, DH. We'll see. This is just an incredible move for Houston. You you mentioned I love my Cuban ball players. If I was a starter franchise team, I'd probably go to Alaska and name ourselves like the Anchorage Cubans and just mm. it'd be only my Cuban brothers and me. That, and they would hate that. They would, they hate, would that hate that so, that so much. much. Oh, they would. But there's no there's no moon there or something. Miami should something do that, like that right now. Yeah, they should Miami should be the Miami Cubans. <sighs> Anyways, this is this is what I think about when Our I think Cuban about the Astros now in this move. Mm. Oh, that'd be cool. We guys let me tell oh, you. what are All you right. saying? I'm about to make an incredible point. <laughs> All right. Nice. Everyone listen up. <laughs> <laughs> I look pretty good, too. Hey, listen. If you watched the Astros play in the postseason and you watched them on offense, it was quality at bat after quality at bat after quality at bat. Uh, Jeremy Pena was like, you know, the mainstay in that regard, getting to, ho- um, to what's his name? My gosh. Montero? Uh, I Don. You're Don. You I'm want to so say you're Don? Sorry, you're Don. That I just blanked on you. It's been you're a long to, I thought you were like you're Don's biggest yeah. fan. I am getting to your Don. Great at bats, and you add another guy that can just give you absolute quality at bats. Hits the ball hard. Um, like I don't know how the Astros are so good. They plugged the hole they needed with a guy that um, you know is one of. I've said it on my social media. He's one of the best pure hitters in all of baseball. I truly believe that. In a big situation, Jose Abreu up there, like 
he has the advantage over a pitcher most of the time. He's that good. He doesn't get rattled. He's perfect in big situations. He's going to be playing in big situations for the Astros. I mean, he is like, it just makes sense that he went there. And like, why is that the case? Why does it just make sense for the Astros? Why is it so easy for them? I don't get it, but I'm happy for him, man. Because they don't have that many free agents on the roster. So when you build a team that's got so much cheaper talent because it's all homegrown, it's much easier to sprinkle the finishing pieces. They have much too easier. many starting pitchers. They have too many, and that's without Verlander back yet if they decide to sign him. They... Uh... Yeah, it's funny because if you if you click around Fangraphs and Roster Resource, which I enthuse any baseball fan to do, um, I mean they they are set. If if the off season ended today, like you look at, you look around at a lot of teams, like go look at the Yankees on Roster Resource right now. It's a little messy. Judge is a free agent. Benny, like there's there's clearly holes that we're hoping that they address. Houston Astros could roll the ball out there tomorrow, and they're the best team. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They still might bring back Verlander. They could still bring in whoever they want. What if they bring back Michael Brantley? How's your lineup now? A little more lefty balance? Like, get those guys out. You won't, and you don't. They're going to the ALCS. Let's see who's playing them. You won't, and you don't. I hate to talk like that. It is yeah. pretty crazy to see, all because if you go on the roster resource on Fangrass, like you said, they have the orange banner with Houston to, that's with their original signing info. And on their roster, it's just a banner of orange. It's all Houston dudes. It's amazing. It's really, I love that about this team. Well, the only one that didn't come up, like didn't make their MLB debut with Houston is Jose Abreu and Martin Maldonado. And Mauricio Dubon. Is that bullpen? That's including the bench. Trev went bench on you. I went bench on you. Oh, okay. You went bench. I was looking at starting pitchers and uh, starting nine. It's insane. Silly. Insane. Want to know what's also insane? Charlie's pants I'm wearing. Oh, boy. Mm. See these, Trev? And his winter meeting in his Muggsies. These are my Muggsies. They're green. I'm not usually a green pants guy. I have those same pants. But, yeah. Let me see those kicks. What do you got on with them? The ones that the I always Moylans wear. on. The Moylans, yeah. Oh, there's cool wow. shoes. Yeah. The Air Moylans. Yeah. Air <laughs> yeah. One time I flew in my Muggsy jeans because I was like, they're, they're comfortable enough to do that. And that was cool. You can do the same. You just got to get a flight and then the pants. So, Muggsy, 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Muggsy.com, code JOHNBOY. Give yourself to give yourself or a loved one the perfect holiday gift. Use code JOHNBOY yep. to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. Muggsy jeans. Mm. Only jeans I wear. The only jeans he cares about. Trade alert. Wee wee. There was a trade. A big trade. There was a fire fight. There's a weird trade, Trev. Trev. These are weird teams. Can you play the sound effect for weird trade? Mariners Brewers. Oh snap! That was lit. Ball coach ball game coming. I think he is. Coach Ball. He's, yeah. He sent a message. Would love to he's see. Like on the, he's like in movies now. Yeah, he's in movies. Every in movies. mom's dream, me and Coach Ball game. So there were rumors that the Brewers were shopping Boring Colton Delta. Wong, and there was rumors that the Mariners were uh, an interested party in acquiring Colton Wong, and they do acquire Colton Wong, and the Brewers get Jesse Winker, friend of the program, uh, has a scooter gang that Trevor's not. Mm-hmm part of and Toro two guys the Mariners just traded for is that not Mariners ball that's Mariners baseball baby this revolving door Milwaukee trade this is exactly like what you would expect from both of these teams I mean this is my one big takeaway on this yes you said you had a take yeah we can dive into you know the actual trade but I think this takes the Mariners out of the running for a shortstop. Like they were talking about Trey Turner. They were tra- talking about one of the guys there moving J.P. Crawford somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Unless they make more moves, which is obviously possible. I mean, this sets up Wong and J.P. at the middle, which, by the way, how fun is that? Those two dudes up the middle? But for a while, they were talking about that. Let's bring in one of these big free agent shortstops, and, and we'll see what happens with J.P. But now it looks like they don't sign right free now, agents, though. They just make trades. 
But I, I, I think we're due for one, man. Uh, well, they got Robbie Ray. Because Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. I, I, think, I think we're going to see them bring in more bats. Right now, the bottom of their lineup is a little thin. Uh, Kelnick, Tom Murphy, uh, and not shots fired at J.P. Crawford. J.P. Crawford's solid, but there, there's very little pop down there. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if they go out and get a power bat to either outfield or DH or something like that. Um, but you know, the Mariners, I mean, the coolest part about them is uh, so often we talk about teams either being in their window or wanting to be in their window. They know they're in their window and they're constantly making these moves. Like we were hyped when they brought in Jesse Winker. It didn't work out great. Um, who, who knows injury or adjusting to league or, or wherever the balance ended up landing, but it, you know, for Jesse Winker it was a down year. Uh, and you know, Milwaukee likes to find value and in Jesse Winker for a year and Toro for maybe a couple years. They may have gotten that. Where Colton Wong, I mean, plug and play, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get gold glove defense. You're going to get a bat who battles. Um, so I, I like it as a starting move for Seattle. I want to see – I mean, we we talk about the Rangers are making moves. The Halos have made moves. And the Astros are the big bad wolf. Like, if you're going to really do this, like, you kind of have to keep going. So I want to see what that is. Trev, you had your hand raised. You did raise your hand. Again, I'm not really going to talk about the trade specifically, but I'm going to talk about the effects of it. Okay. I think that Winker going to Milwaukee is huge for Christian Yelich. Mm. Oh. I think Christian Yelich might be huge for Jesse Winker. Mm. Winker brings that, like, he's got confidence, bro. Like, he's got big dick energy. Okay. I'm going to give that to him, okay? And I think You're going to give Jesse Winker your big dick energy. Uh, yeah, I think he has it. Okay. So Noted. I think him going over there is going to do well for Yelly, and then Yelly and him talking, talking swings in the cage. Like I just like the combination of the two. I think, I think Yelly needs some of that mf'er around him because he's not that way. You know, he's very nice, and you know, like I think he needs a little bit of that rubbing onto him. If you Ooh. know what I mean. I want to find out what Milwaukee's really doing are they you know there's some story here about winker and seattle and did he not like it there possibly was there something about playing there like when the brewers traded for willie adamas and he said i couldn't see at the trap and then they got you know something like that because it seems very much it seems odd why would the mariners give up on Winker, who they just went out and got as like kind of the prize big trade, and it's one down year where the team did well. I don't know. I know there's prospects coming up and all this other stuff. And then, where is Toro? Is Toro going to be part of the Brewers? I don't know. I don't. Is he know. going to like AAA? Was he part of? Yeah, this? he 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 has an option left. He didn't really have a good year last year, but a reclamation project. Obviously, a guy that has some pedigree, and they think that he has some tools and can and fix it. It's a very Milwaukee move. You know, they believe they can develop players. They believe they can find things in guys. So, I think that's what they're seeing in Abraham Toro here. Well, does the Toro trade originally look awful now? It was the Kendall Graveman and Montero Kendall one. Graveman. Graveman and Montero just helped win a World Series. And you're packaging Toro with another guy you traded for? For I mean, another guy for one year? The Graveman part of it's kind of fine. The Montero, I mean, that's Houston BS. Like, what, what they did to him and where he's at now. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, not great, but, I hey. Why know. doesn't it say he's been traded again here? They don't update that as quick as you'd think. And I don't know. No, not to be shots fired at baseball reference. But sometimes that that lags a little behind. Just lags a little bit sometimes. Okay. And and credit Mariners, like their bullpen was very deep this year. So uh, they don't necessarily miss two bullpen guys that they trade. No, but you could have got other could have got other stuff. Could have done, done another could have done another move. Could have got someone else. Could have got someone else in return. I don't know. They just make so many fucking trades. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy how many trades the Mariners make. It's a revolving door of baseball players. You go there for a year, you up your stock, you lower your stock, and you're out. They're just like an investment team. I think they've got. I think they've got a big free agent signing in them. Um, and I, I guess you know we say this for Milwaukee all the time. I, I would assume they don't. Um, like they, you know, Jesse Winker again. I, he's got a chance, right? Like it's it really look at his baseball card. It's one 
not great year and a year when offense was down, hitting in a new division, hitting in a new league, hitting at one of the toughest stadiums, um, you know, hitter-wise. He goes back to the NL Central. Um, so, you know, it, whether it's injury or new league or whatever it was, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Jesse Winker has a really nice year for them, like you're saying, Trev. A, a really fun clubhouse. I mean, Yelly, Willie, Rowdy, uh, Jesse, mm. uh Luis Urias, he was nice too. So, um, I don't know. You, We know the Brewers are a really well-run organization. I guess amongst the Central, I don't know what it means yet because, you know, Cubs are making big rumors. Um, I think Cards are still the, the alpha dog there for now. But we, we know the Brewers are well-run, man. Did you hear this Farmer quote? About the I Reds? Kyle Farmer? Hmm. Of the Twins? Trev's twins. twins. Well, not in his heart. I'm talking about where he wants to be in his heart. Oh. oh. He said, no one understands that everyone wants to play in Cincinnati. They want to be in Cincinnati. Castellanos wants to be back in Cincinnati. Sonny Gray wants to be back in Cincinnati. Wade Miley wants to be back in Cincinnati. Tucker wants to be back. Everyone who comes there wants to stay in Cincinnati. It's not like people who leave are happy to leave. It's that they just... Can't keep them around. It's kind of sad. Everybody loves Cincinnati. It's a sad thing that we all can't stick around. Sounds like the Scooter Gang is torn up about being broken Mm. up. And a lot of those guys have gone to Minnesota where it sounds like they're miserable. Mm. It sounds like Kyle Farmer is talking about the Scooter Gang and not actually baseball. Yeah. Yeah. I think think he's saying like, the scooter game. We need context with that. Yeah. He's yeah. like, actually, I'm not talking well, about Cincinnati I, I, Reds. I'm talking also about the like more con- of Cincinnati. More context is he said this at Reds Fest. Kyle Farmer, not <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Farmer, you know, he hasn't gotten his big boy contract yet, too. So I think in Cincy, you know, your your dollar goes a, a long way. But yeah, that's that sounds like Scooter Gang Reds talk at Reds Fest. Was he even in the Scooter Gang? Because, like, if he's in the Scooter Gang and I'm not, then I don't know. Get me to Red's Fest yesterday. Everyone's red. <laughs> There's a lot of red there. There's, like, two festivals at the same convention center. One's the baseball team, and the other is just a color. Mm. So everything's red. Mm. You're looking for Red Fest. What's the color factory in? It's called Color Factory. It's a cool place in New York City. Head there. What's the other story that we have? Zach Eflin. Led Zeflin, Trev's uh, guy guy. Rays made a bet on him, you know? Yeah, you can bet on DraftKings. Uh, you can bet anything you want at DraftKings. You can bet uh, is Jake. What's that? This time of the year, everybody's excited about the gifts, yeah. the holiday spirit. But what about all the basketball? When I throw down on the mm. NBA action, it's got to be with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA mm. team to win their game and $150 in free bets if they do. Download the app now. To get in on the holiday hoops action. You ever heard those two words said together? Holiday hoops. Yeah, holiday hoop action, baby. Sign up with the code John Boy. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on NBA team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code John Boy. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions mm. apply. See show notes for details. Details. Uh, yeah, the Reds, the Rays. Trivia question. The year is 2030, 2030. Mm. No, the year is 2023. It's two months from now. Yeah. And I say, trivia question, Trev. Which player got the largest free agent contract in Tampa Bay Rays history? Oh, he raised his hand. Trev raised his hand. That's correct. Yes. The largest free agent contract in Tampa Bay Rays history. Now, they did sign Longoria, our guy. For like 100 mil, but that was an extension. And Wander, same deal. Yes. But this is like a guy they said, hey, come hither, who wasn't already there. Big deal. I'm I'm so curious to see what they're going to do with our guy, Eflin, because... I hope they don't hurt him. They have something that they want to do with him. He's a guy, he's got a lot of pitches, he has good control, doesn't miss a lot of bats. But I'm guessing they've found some things in their numbers that they're going to say you can probably miss bats if you do this. So he should have a clause uh, in his contract that says 
if you hurt me, I get double the money. Mm. Remember I told you they do like, it's a thing called shellbow in Tampa, shoulder elbow, and it's like, it's the worst thing. I got in trouble because I didn't want to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they're going <laughs> to take this guy. They're going to change up his pitch mix. They're going to change up maybe his arm slot or his location. They're going to do something with him. And I'm curious to see what it is. I'm happy for him. I actually already texted him and said congratulations. Wow. And he's having a great time. What did he say? Show. What did he say? He said, uh, <laughs> thanks. I was told yeah. not to talk to you. I just I just got a new phone. Actually, I can't talk to you. They said you don't do Shelbo. I know the clouds backed up your phone for five years, but I just got a new one. Who's Shelbo this? is a character in The Little Mermaid. Really? Yep. New one or old one? Uh, looks like the old one. Little turtle dude. Oh, that guy's got big Jake energy. He does, yeah. <laughs> Um, like wiener turtle looking dude. <laughs> uh, Zeflin, good for him. Um, Unless they hurt him, he uh, yeah. I, like you said, Trev, interested to see what they tap into. Is it that loopy curveball? Do they want more of that? Do they want more of the four seam? Are those both graded out pretty well last year? Who's the last Tampa Bay pitcher to leave the team healthy? Does Kluber count? David Price. Price probably a good one, yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. A couple moons ago. Um, to, uh, there's been articles about this where players are like, I know I probably... Shoulder could, elbow, stop doing that shit. Like, I know I'm probably going to get hurt, but I know they're going to tap into me really good for a little bit. Hey, baby. Like, I forget who said that. Um, for all my FIP people out there, Eflin's FIP has been better than his ERA the past couple years. I mean, when you do Philly's defense multiplied by that ballpark, there's a formula there that the mm. Rays love playing. Is it, good. is it multiplied by the ballpark or is it um, divided by the ballpark? Uh, yeah. And yeah. for the Rays, they love playing good defense everywhere except last year. But I, I would assume they changed that because I think that was part of the reason they weren't as successful. Um and, yeah, ballpark factor, all of that. Um, what are they going to tap into? Eflin, for a free agent, is pretty young. He turns 29 in April. So they're kind of getting, you know, some some really what should be really good years out of him. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of mileage. I mean, you know, 2020, it, he's only got one full, full season as a starter, not to be rude to him. Um, and, I mean, I think worst case, we saw him kick to the bullpen and be nasty, and I think the Rays will – you know, if if it's not fully clicking, you know you even have that as an option, which is nice. But, yeah, it's it's pretty wild that here we are in uh, 2022. Rays have given out a couple big boy extensions. Uh, Wander. Basically Wander. Uh, and they signed Zach Eflin. So, I, I don't know. Every time they talk about this, I, I end up saying, like, when are the Rays oh, going to move to Nashville or something? I just thought about this from a Yankees perspective. We're going to face Eflin a lot now. Okay. Bingo. Does that worry us? I mean, if they tap into him and make him really good, yeah. Well, the they raise? can sign a homeless guy and I'd be worried about that. Right. That's the whole deal. Arguably mm-hmm. more worried. Also going to face Gibby a lot, who signed with the uh, ah, yes. with the Orioles. They just showed him a picture of the ballpark, and he was like, yup. Last couple places didn't look like that. No. That sounds I'm happy nice. for. Happy for Gibby. He's going to end up playing like 20 years in the show, and hopefully he stays our correspondent with all things uh, Labor Pod related. Yes. Uh, he's getting kind of big time now. This will be uh, his 10th year. He's got nine full years in the show already. As he goes into this one, he'll have over 10, which is the benchmark. And Solid guy, stand-up guy. We always tell you there's a few guys you have to root for. One of them is Kyle Gibson. Did you so send a him a text? Philly's pitchers just getting paid off. Did you send him a text yet? I haven't. Trev. How crazy is that? Can you it's ask? Can you ask Gibby bet. if this is the most uh, Kyle's he's ever had on team? Because so, you got Kyle Stowers, Kyle uh, Bradish, kind of Bradish, and Kyle Gibson. I'm and you got two Tylers, which is Y-L-E, Isle in the middle there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him this. Um, you know, he has he, – he's a ginger, you know, like Kyle oh, Gibson. And with the God. orange and the, the uniform, we'll see how it plays. Justin Turner had to get out of there. Yeah. yeah. And then became, obviously, an incredible player. He got rid of the Mets who have orange, the Orioles who have orange. Now he's, the just got a, he's got like a ginger face, but his hair isn't. Gibby? Yeah. You got to get up close and personal with them. Okay. 
I don't think it's going to pop. I think he's, he's, got like, like, he's got ginger like peach fuzz. I was just going to say maybe it's not going to pop with the uniform, but maybe it super pops well, for the first why, time that's with why, the uniform. Why do you think Dylan Bundy's oh, so miserable? Dylan Bundy's played for nothing but teams that dressed him up like a clown for his first two Dylan years. Bundy. I mean, the Orioles and the Angels me. just basically matched his face. Finally mm. went to the Twins. It was like, can I get a uniform that doesn't make me look like, you know, Violet? What's her name from Willy Wonka? Voluptuous. Baseball. But the red version of her, not Violet. I just typed in Violet, the baseball reference. Any, uh, anybody come up? Want to see Bundy. Is he a free agent? Where's he going to be? Why are you looking at him? I don't know. Don't be mean. I'm not being mean. He's had a good past couple of years. Okay. Miguel Cabrera is retiring after the 2023 season. Brian Reynolds asked for a trade. He said, Pirates, Pirates. I'd like to be traded. The Pirates... They had a good counter. The Pirates had a really good response to the media. They said, that's not going to affect no. what we do in any way. We so, really, we really but, want our star switching center fielder. So. Yeah. I think it might affect. Here's what I think is happening with that whole situation. One, I'm happy he said it. Uh, we Players have zero leverage in that, have no control. Maybe this forces the hand a little bit. Obviously, he doesn't like the way that where the team is. He's a good player. He wants to play somewhere good. Um, also, you know, they've offered him a deal. Maybe this is another way to try to gain some leverage in those negotiations saying like, look, if you want me, like you're going to have to do something more than you've offered me, or I'm going to play my rest of my time here and I'm out. So it's, it's not nothing. I understand that like you can't do it. Baseball's not like basketball. It doesn't work that way, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean, the, the only other thing there is I, the pirates, I, I think either way they come out with that statement because if you're trying to keep a guy's value, knowing that he's refusing to play for you is bad. And, I mean, Brian Reynolds, he's a Vandy guy, so he didn't even say refuse to play. He's just like, I don't – I'd rather not be here. He probably – know what it was? I think I saw him at Reds Fest, and he heard all those good quotes, and he's like, yeah. I got to get – I got to yeah. get to Cincy, Is man. Cincy the new Pittsburgh? <laughs> The Pittsburgh of the West, they call it. <laughs> Don Madley's going to the Blue Jays, which I don't know. I don't see that working. I mean, Blue Jays manager's just like, you're on the hot seat. Two mistakes, and you're fired, and Donnie's the Well, that's why he's manager. the bench guy. Yeah, it's perfect. Well, yeah, not if you're that. What's Schneider? Yeah, oh, like, he's gone. Like, Schneider, you just got fired. Schneider just, you just got fired. You just got fired in five months. Just, just, I don't know if he knows that. That's my one thing. I don't know if he knows that. Like, there's no way Don Mattingly doesn't think. Yeah, he's the next man. That he has a great route to be manager of the Blue Jays at some point. I mean, Schneider's just going to got, you know, one fight. He's kind of hot-headed. And Mattingly is just going to sit there and be there. They said that's what happened in uh, Anaheim. They said a lot of the coaches knew at Joe Madden because he fought with them so much. Mm. They said that in spring training last year, like all the coaches were kind of just like, one of us is going to be manager of this team. Oh. So, you know. Is this is this uh, Donnie Baseball ring chasing a little bit? Like trying to get on a squad. Obviously didn't win one with the Yankees. We, me and Chris Rose did this comparison talking about Aaron Judge and like Yankee greats. And he's talking about you got to win – in New York, and I, I referenced Don Mattingly as a, as an example of that. Um, but is he ring chasing? Is that something he wants? Like he's been there in the game so long, like it almost seems like just kind of pack it up. But obviously, he wants to. He wants to. Continue I, think, to I mean, I think it's ring chasing is a good thing. I don't think that should ever be looked at negatively. Like, yeah, no, I'm just it. saying. Like, is that he wanted out of Miami? Like, I think like the reports and stuff we heard wasn't that Miami kick gave him the boot. It was he was like, wait, you guys aren't putting back into this team. Same thing that Jeter realized with Castellanos. I'm like, what the fuck? I think the other thing, I mean, this guy has, he has other job opportunities. Like, the name Donnie Baseball, like, around Yankee culture, like, there was there was rumors yeah. he was going to join the Yes Network with us and become our teammates. Uh, but he, I, I don't know, man. Like, at, Trev, you you know it, and you, you could probably name your teammates that were, like, baseball guys. And if I had to guess, Donnie Baseball, <laughs> baseball guy, that he... Instead of being like, I can work in the booth or do some pre and post game for forty days a year and get a nice paycheck. Uh, Don Mattingly hates. He's never. He's never gonna be like Trev and cross the line to media. Mm. That guy, 
No way. Yeah. Nothing so, he wants to do than talk with us dummies. He he had the he had the ability to be like, you know what? I'm 61. I'm I'm gonna do 40 days of work and get a nice paycheck, or am I gonna work every day for nine months? <laughs> and he was like, I want that. I don't think so, he's gonna like Canada. Ooh, I don't know. Well, that, he's only 60 years old, so I thought I thought he was actually a little bit older. So he still he still got a lot in the tank. And you're right, he's a, he's a baseball guy but the reason i said that was because yeah i heard those rumors about the opportunity he had in the yes booth like possibly being bringing him and jeter together but if you're a baseball rat and you want to be around the fucking game awesome and i'm happy that he gets to continue to do that And i think toronto's a great place for him i hope he gets a fucking ring i love that just better watch out if he's having private combos schneider Mm. Oli marmal had his uprising in st louis i mean yeah mark it down what do we think? Have the Angels hired a, a new bench coach? Because, you know, Nevin's another interim that they gave. Third the week of July. Starts getting hot. Guys start getting a little testy. Uh, Bichette bounces one. Vladdy comes off the bag um, to grab it. The runner's safe. They're yelling at each other. It's gone sour. Schneider fights both of them in the dugout. Double punch. Schneider looks like a baseball rat. Yeah, but Johnny he, baseball they're, they're, doesn't look like a baseball rat necessarily. He's almost too pretty. Well, okay. Schneider looks like every. If you were to like, hey, draw me up a, a baseball rat. It's like it's Schneider. Yeah, but Schneider's the baseball rat that you know wasn't as good as Don. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's man. one guy gets money. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like two years ago when we we're at winter meetings, me and Jake weren't this hot. Glow up. You're right. See? All right. All right. I think that's everything that we had on our list to talk about. There's, There's going to some... be a trade soon. Sean Murphy's getting traded. Jake broke it to the bellhop. Beep, 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 beep. We'll be talking uh, to you guys. Huh? Yeah, we're probably, we're probably going to have some breaking news soon. Yeah. Trade, judge. Verlander? I'm going to drive down there tonight. Fuck it. Yeah, why don't you come down here? It's going to be a party at the lobby. You won't. You won't. Bye. Jake sucks. Banana cam. It's too dumb.